starting a new season and it's going to be about the seven chakras so if you've seen avatar the last airbender you would most likely understand what the seven chakra is um in avatar Aang had to unlock the seven chakras so he could fully utilize his avatar state go in and out of it at his will and control himself even while in the avatar state um while i watched this i learned a lot of things contrary to how it was when i watched it as a kid i um related it to us normal to us humans and um thing is i think that just like the avatar we need to unlock the seven chakras to fully maximize our potential utilize our essence understand the purpose behind our existence and stuff like that and it has been a really really crazy journey for me uh funny how i haven't even gone past the first or the second least to see the third because um while trying to exercise and understand every single thing it has made me understand that there are so many things that i closed my eyes to that i should have otherwise treated while i was younger and because i closed my eyes to all of this is the major reason why i have what i have right now and um i finally decided that okay I was going to unlock the seven chakras and see if I'll get any better. So I'll start with the first chakra. The first chakra deals with survival and is blocked by fear. So the question is, what are you most afraid of? I sat in my room and thought about it for a very long time. And I penned down my thoughts as regards what I was really afraid of. Um, even if for a while I thought I was afraid of certain things, I realized that those things were not even what I was afraid of. And so I um, streamlined my fears to two things, failure and loneliness. Okay, um, first off, I would start with how that relates to me and before the final before the end of today's episode i hope that this triggers you to question yourself as regards this aspect and help you solve it so in my family i am not the most pretty or prettiest rather i am not the most hardworking. I am not basically the favorite sibling or child, and um, it kind of like affected me to a very large extent. But it was something that I was really, really, really great at. It was my academics, so to gain attention and be at the spotlight, I had to really, I had to do really, really well in my academics, and it was something that gave me. The spotlight I needed and now that I'm grown I realize that 
it was okay to not even be any of those things that I was struggling to be because my parents really, really, really loved me regardless of it. But you know, that's what fear does. It gives you this reality that does not even probably does not really exist and then you are dwelling and building on it and so i have been pursuing my academics based on this fear that the moment i fail i lose everything my whole relevance and it is because most of the friends i have most of the family that talks to me or relates with me is one way tied to the fact that i was really book smart and intelligent and it was so crazy and so i had to really study hard and it wasn't just about my academics but life in general i realized that at a certain point aside that i really needed to do something else to divert my attention um the reason i started my business was one way or another tied to the same fear of not being enough of being a failure of not um, reaching to the standard, reaching to the limits, and it was really pressuring. And so I asked myself that outside of sorry, my academics, what do I have? Because I realized that the friends I have is so tied to my academics. All the association of which I'm a part of has one thing or another to do with my um, academic excellence. And so I asked myself, who are you outside of all of this? Who is this black Jewish girl outside of all of this that you have come to know? Is this who I really am? If this is taken away from me, what do I have left? And you know when this realization came forth, it was in my second year when I was really struggling to manage being bipolar and having to study and having to be an entrepreneur. And I realized that the fact that I wasn't doing really well as I was in my first year in university, I was so frustrated. And funny how um, it wasn't my grades weren't as bad as I put them, but because I was so used to not feeling and my my definition of failure was having less than b's or having more b's than a's and stuff like that so it was really really frustrating and then i realized that most of my existence and relevance were tied to my grades and so the fact that i was doing really well in school made me feel like i had purpose the fact that I was um, beginning to lose all of that, lose focus, have no idea what I was doing in school, it made me feel like, okay, I think your entire purpose has been forfeited and you have nothing to show for. Soon enough, your friends will realize that you're not even doing as well as you used to and they would most likely leave. Your family will be disappointed in you all over again and the whole standard that has been set for you will be let down you might most likely even be a school dropout and so many thoughts kept shivering itself into my head and it was really sickening and so 
instead of living living to the fullest i was living barely hanging by a thread because um i had no idea who i was outside of all of this and it was really disturbing and so i realized that the fear of failing made me keep uh, be made me engage in so many activities so that i could maintain relevance so that i could maintain relevance uh so the moment i lose that i lose all of that which i am which i would be and it was one of the triggers i had that made my mental health situation even worse than it originally was um up until this moment I still am trying to discover myself outside of all my of my academics, outside of all the association. So, outside your business, who are you really? Who are you outside the girl with the A's? Who are you outside all of that? Who are you outside of your friends and your family? Who exactly are you? And to be frank, I'm yet to get a concrete answer for those questions, but this is a start because having to question it shows that there's a possibility that i would sort the answer in the nearest future so next is the fear of being alone so um in my early years and up until this moment i have lost so many friends and loved ones and the pain that i experienced made me come to an unconscious resolution that i wasn't going to get physically emotionally attached to anybody again and um first of i had to move relocate from a place i was and my family relocated to a whole new environment and because i was the kind of person that was really introverted and it was so hard to make new friends it took me say two years to finally have someone i had to call as my best friend and my best friend left relocated my new best friend relocated to a whole new environment and it was so difficult to keep up it wasn't just that i had a friend that was more or less like a sister and she died she died on new year's eve and in church we had ministration and then i had to act all tough like nothing actually happened i couldn't even cry because i had administration and it was really crazy i was laughing when in fact i was dying on the inside every once in a while i would go i would run to the bathroom and on the shower and cry out and then come back and pretend like i didn't do anything and when i'm asked okay what happened to you i see a little i'm like nothing i'm just looking from sleep i always give an excuse or another and the fact that I didn't release all those emotions, it stored inside of me. And then when in high school, I lost 
another very close friend were six months up until we graduated and a few months after graduation she died i was really devastated not just the fact that she died but because i had no idea that my close friend was um, a sickle cell patient and all along we have been together and the fact that i was really nonchalant i wasn't able to realize that i was really crazy i was still working my admission into the university and so i have no idea what happened but i did attend her funeral because i wanted to remember her alive more than dead and i didn't want to see her corpse and stuff like that but fact was that funerals are held not for the not just for the dead but also for the living to reassure them that their loved one has finally rested and an opportunity for them to heal too and i did get that healing for myself and i realized that every single person that attended her funeral had one way or another moved on and i was still there years after still holding on to that same pain and it affected my relationship with other persons because i felt like every single relationship i had friends they were merely temporal and um you come back hitting me on my face fact that okay probably because i am not enough because i'm not worth it is the reason the universe is always bringing pain my way sorry i have cold so it's really difficult to speak up all right so um while i was in the university i when this whole bipolar thing started like in full force i was withdrawn from every everybody my family my friends and there was a certain friend that we graduated from high school together um she had family issues her mom and her dad were going to be separated okay so in africa there's a part of africa that um, female children are not regarded to be children and a woman in her matrimonial home is not regarded to be a full woman if she does not have a male child and so because this certain friend of mine had a mom had just three daughters and there was no male child to carry on the family's name it was really um it was really difficult for her the father's children were always on her neck and it was something that really affected them and then they were always the parents were always fighting so the negative effects of all of this um, had affected her younger siblings they were becoming kind of like violent and stuff and the thing is i had no idea she had all of these problems and even worse once we graduated from high school so that certain day before i went back into the i went back to university she came to my home and she was talking to me about everything that she was facing and how she had no idea how she got to this situation and stuff and i was really surprised because in high school this girl happens to be someone who was really really high spirited she was the um life of this life of the party she was always happy she was always trying to make jokes she was always trying to make everybody happy even when 
she wasn't uh it was like she had energy a hundred percent and i really really admired a part of her and then now i realized that she was only but a joker trying to fake smile when in fact she was really really handsome on the inside and so she told me that she really loves my family and how we're so close and that was what brought up the conversation because that day my dad was home and we're all making jokes laughing my dad is really really sarcastic so we're all making jokes and stuff my siblings and i my mom and we didn't even treat her like she was a stranger or she was just my friend or rather everybody was just conversing with her putting on the conversation we ate and had fun and when we're done i was going to see her off and she was like she had never seen a family this happy and i'm like okay i don't understand and then she told me all of the things that she told me so i told her that if she had issues she can always call me and talk to me i'll always be there i shall comforted her and since that moment whenever she had issues she would always call once in a while she would reach out to my home and her disclosure made our bond even closer and stuff but during those first my first stages of bipolar i couldn't really connect with anybody and so persons called me i couldn't respond texted i couldn't reply because i was really really um i was really really trying to know what was going on what i wanted and stuff and so at that moment she was calling me she kept calling me but i i didn't respond i was like okay when i get better i was gonna call her say next week then the next week i called and her line didn't go through for a while. Then I found out that she had committed suicide. And so she died. Of course she would die. <laughs> I felt really guilty. I really do feel guilty. Because I am a hundred percent sure that if I had picked her calls those times that she did call me would have found a solution to whatever it was that was wrong with her at 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 least she would have gotten the burden off her chest and given her a chance to or a hope that she could live again and then i realized that because i was i was being selfish i lost another friend and that even made my whole mental health situation worse even worse and so i would talk more about this in the second chakra because the second chakra basically deals with something like this so back to loneliness all the pain i felt for Old friends that died and old friends that left. My best friend of over 12 years, a whom I realized wasn't even my friend because he betrayed me and um, I had been li- all lies and stuff while my family and I had totally embraced him as a part of our family. And then I realized that it wasn't worth it. 
et donc les événements and so so um i was so afraid of having to start new relationships so afraid of um the fact that um a friend would leave and i would feel their absence and it would break me and stuff and so rather than making friends or having them to leave me first i was always the first to leave and so for a very 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 long time i didn't even try to make new relationships or friendships and anybody that tried being quite close i was always um shutting the door at them because i didn't want them to be to have a relevant spot in my life that when they finally leave i would um feel the absence as a um my friends i had at that moment i started withdrawing from them closing in on them because i want them to actually give up on us being friends and forget the fact that i ever existed and it worked to a very large extent only very 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 few persons stayed regardless of my bad attitude <laughs> and they are basically the only friends i have now and so i also during this period broke up with my boyfriend because of the fact that i was afraid of being the one to be left or if that is a better term of having him leave me and i was i realized that it wouldn't have happened that way because it just wouldn't have happened but my insecurities and fears made us separate but now i think that i have redefined what the separation was about aside that in the initial stage it was because i wanted to be left alone and not feel his absence when he finally leaves i now realize that it was more about me having the opportunity to discover this new person that i am and how to manage and cope with all of this why yes i should have stated what my insecurities and fears were were and would have probably sorted it out most definitely or most likely rather but that's what your mental health does to you bipolar especially it gives you some sorts of um, triggers or fears rather that are based on things that aren't even real so i'm not saying that my insecurities weren't real i'm saying that there was a large possibility that would have sorted it out there there are so many bipolar patients that are in relationships and so i wasn't going to be the first and stuff and so um i just think that it was a totally bad not so bad idea it's it's always thing it's a bad idea because he also had the right to know what was going on but i left him in the dark and he still has no idea why and so it was a good idea because um i 
kind of like needed to know what I wanted, who I was, and so that break was really needed. But still, there were better ways to have gone through that. Regardless of it, I realized that the reason that I have been ghosting out on people a lot, especially my friends, is because I was really afraid of having them too attached to me to an extent that when something finally happens, whether from my end or theirs, I will be greatly affected and they would be. And I didn't want to be the one at the suffering end. But then I was really, 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 really selfish. So I have not considered their feelings and how they would have felt. And so many of the persons that really, really took care of me and cared about me I just had to like discard them like they weren't even um humans like they weren't even persons that needed to be cared for in return I was basically a toxic person to myself and to my friends too and all of this is because of the fear that they would leave but the truth is, people come and go, and just because you, I was, I had faced all of those losses, I made a conclusion that there were possibilities that there were more losses in the future, and so when they happen, I wouldn't be so affected. If, for example, a friend dies, it wouldn't really touch me because we were, we had lost connection for a very long time. If, say, a friend ditches on me. It won't really touch me because we're, to me, we're different friends anymore. And I realized that I can't even go through life by myself. The friends I have now are totally amazing. Very few friends, of course. And I have no idea what I would have done if I didn't have them in my life. I have no idea how I would have cooked if I didn't have them to always call once in a while. Or text once in a while that hey I don't feel so good I look at what just happened I have no idea what would have happened probably I would have been totally overwhelmed and probably like my friend committed suicide but because I had all of this person supporting trusting believing he has one way or another helped me believe that all of this is just a phase even is might be more than a face, but I was going to, if not get out of it or get through it, I was going to manage it really well and be super great and so happy. And now I'm trying to open up to all the persons I care about. P.S. My parents have no idea that I am bipolar. I think just three persons have an idea that this is what I am and so they are the ones that I still text that hi I had seizures I had panic attacks or I just want to ghost out for a while I just need a break and life has been way better having all of these persons help me manage my affairs and i'm so grateful to them and um, 
I think that I am beginning to unlock this part of my fear of being lonely and I am trying to allow people not allow allow but the friends I have now I'm trying to be more open with them so that way I can be able to manage all other relationships but when it comes to the boyfriend thing I am still very scared and now I would address this fear so aside my parents every other family I'm aware of have the issues that the parents at a certain point divorced or are separated okay say aside families or married couples persons that might have been dating for years say three to four years all of a sudden the entire spark just boof and there are no more and i'm like wow i really admired your relationship what happened and then you hear things like i just didn't feel her anymore i just didn't think that he's the right one i'm sorry you fell in love with this person whatever happened to you and then i know how it breaks those persons that things like this happen to and i am like i don't think i want to ever be in a situation where i would give my all and then five years after 10 years after 20 years after i would feel like i was really stupid to have done all of that because the person my at a certain point give up on the person that i am the person that we are the us and the we will be no more and it is really really terrifying and so rather than engaging those kind of relationships i i i have maintained this solitude and stuff and i know it is really crazy but it has been a safe haven for me not having to go through the entire stress of um monitoring what my significant other is doing having this feeling of unnecessary entitlement and so as it is if my friends do certain things i do not feel too, so bad because i feel like okay you owe me nothing but i think i try to imagine if it was someone i was say dating what would have happened how would i have felt and i'm like all right so this whole thing is really stressful and I don't think I want to get into any of that. And fact is that I am still very afraid of having to try it out. <laughs> still very, very afraid. You have no idea how afraid I am. So even if I actually like a person, I will never consider the possibility of dating them. <laughs> because I don't think I want to do any of that. I like the entire friendship stuff. I like the entire part of being in control of my feelings of being in charge of not having you see new stuff that people do that okay the um partner starts to act weird and then because they really really like a person you see them begging crying broken (laughs) my life is already broken as it is i don't think i need to add any of this emotional stress to it and so i'm like Okay, I like this guy, but no, 
I, I can't count how many times that persons that I liked at a certain point showed some affection for me and I'm like okay so what I was supposed to do because there's absolutely nothing I can do about it in instances that I would have done something about it I did nothing and it is really funny but not so funny but I know that one way or another I would have to face all of this fears and try to get entangled <laughs> try to be in a relationship with someone love even if i am afraid that they would at a certain point leave because i think that loving also means letting go at a certain point in your life and so even if i say it i I have it takes so much courage to finally practice all of this so out of all of this fears that i have stated the fear of having my significant order just give up on us the fear of being a failure in my whole life all aspects of my life the fear that my friends would leave or die and i'll be broken i think the one that i've been able to try to address is the part of friendships and so i've been building new foundations for my existing friends and i realized that it was something that i would have done a long time ago and all of this process would have been way way easier but i don't think it is actually too late so now that i have questioned what my fear is fact is it has made my life a little bit easier because i have persons that i can share my burden with and i don't have to carry all of the weight by myself and that is so so relieving you have no idea how and so now to you what are you most afraid of what are you afraid of losing who are you afraid of losing why are you afraid of the thing you're afraid of and what has this fear stopped you from doing what has this fear uh, cost you what pain what hurts what disadvantage have you been in because of the things that you are afraid of i really really think that this should be a question you should ask yourself what am i afraid of because this way you question the entire existence and who your personality is tied to and who you really are and so to this end i'll be ending the first chakra episode on this note take out time and question yourself because until you unlock the fear you would be living by barely hanging by a thread and i said the first chakra deals with survival your chances of having to survive is going to be really slim and so guys that is if anyone is even listening to this i hope that you finally try to face your fears and move on with your life goodbye Oh